Hello, this is Renee. I want to talk about divorce. When you've been married for quite a while, the last thing that people want to think about is getting a divorce, especially when there are children involved. I did get married legally, but I used to keep in my head that when you read the Bible and what church people say and what ministers and pastors say that you're bound to your husband as long as you are that person lives. And my husband was abusive. And although my main reason for staying with him was due out of fear, some good days, some bad days, but more fear and terror. And then I started thinking in my mind, wait a minute, God doesn't believe in divorce. We're not supposed to be getting divorced. And I kept thinking, would that be wrong in God's eyes? So I asked God for forgiveness when the separation finally came and I was able to get away from my husband, thank God, with his safety. But later on, there was still a fight and a debate about getting a divorce, you know, staying married to a person. And I don't remember, I'm, I'm being honest, I don't remember exactly where the scripture is, but I think it says that when you get a divorce, it has to involve infidelity. You know, someone's cheating on the other and then you have a right to do that. And then Moses said that Israel lights came up with the law of divorce because they basically, I guess, weren't satisfied with their wives. That's strange because then this day and age, we're not satisfied with our husbands. But I hate it when they keep going to the part where it says be submissive. When we're married to somebody and we really love and care about them, uh, it shouldn't be a, 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 a regretful thing to say, baby, I love you, or hi, honey, or hi, dear, how was your day, or something like that. There have been times I've been forced to say, baby, forced to say, dear. But if you're treating somebody right, it should come very naturally to say those endearing words to the person that you love and you care about and they're not hurting you and vice versa. So when my divorce finally uh, came up, I had other people telling me, Renee, you need to divorce this person. This person is hurting you. This person is trying to kill you. And yes, that person tried to kill me. And yes, that person did kill me. Thank God that he brought me back. So I look at it this way. Do, do Is it normal to stay in a marriage because of what people say and because of what they keep referencing to the Bible with a person that's hurting you? That's like a lot of people staying with somebody like 10, 15, 20, 30 years in misery and because they're hurting and they're being used sometimes as slaves. We're not slaves. We, we're supposed to be helpmates. We're not supposed to be the type of uh, women or men that our significant other or our married partner tells us we have to do this and we have to do that and we have to obey but they don't have to do anything and that's wrong bible does tell us don't be unequally yoked and i made more than one mistake in that department but thank god for wisdom and growing up and learning from your mistakes so i want to talk to those that are getting a divorce or either thinking about a divorce but not sure of it because 
They're worried about what either the people are going to say. They're worried about uh, the scriptures they keep getting from the Bible that says we're bound to this person, you know, tell the for the rest of our lives. And the thing is, if the other person is aware of that, uh, then isn't that why they're mistreating us? Because they feel like we're not going to go anywhere. We can't do any better. Uh, we can't breathe and live and have peace of mind. But every day you wake up to the same old, same old. Not only cleaning up the house, cooking and cleaning. Now you're working, cooking and cleaning. And you're suffering uh, abuse while you're doing all this. Whether mentally, physically, or emotionally. I had to think about it in my mind. When I started dating again later after my marriage, somebody made up. This person that I was dating made a comment and said, you know what? If you marry me and you move in with me, I can get this brand new house and you can decorate it any kind of way that you want to. And we can live good together. And I thought about it. I mean, sincerely thought about it. Did I want all this? The idea of having a beautiful home and decorate it the way I wanted to sounded beautiful. Until God reminded me what kind of person that I would be married to and whose house I would be living in. Because this is the type of person, if he pays for it, he ain't going to say ours. He going to say it's mine. I do anything in my house. I, I, I can put you out if I want to because this is my house. I pay this and I pay that. No, I did not want to go through that. It was not worth me getting that beautiful home from him and living the rest of my life in misery where I can't even enjoy that home. He had me messed up. So when God blessed me to find a home that I could rent, this person got super duper mad and upset. I ain't trying to be totally independent, but when you go through some hardships and people that are abusive and mean and cruel, the the last thing you want to do is live with them and follow their rules of their own home. Why not get your own home and you can do whatever you want to in it, laugh, jump, shout, uh, be in your bedroom, go out in the backyard whenever you feel like it and take a breather. I'm tired. I was tired of being suffocated by this human being. And, and I met more than one. It wasn't just my husband. And you find out another man has some different qualities, but almost the same. We have to watch and pick who we choose. I'm not trying to get off topic. I'm just saying what happened in my marriage and that God allowed me to get away from that marriage because it was causing me more harm than good. So I asked God to forgive me because he said, all have sinned. And Jesus is the one that forgives. So I would rather believe him than to listen to man telling me, don't you leave that man. I don't care what he's doing to you. Well, okay, well, what if he was beating you up? What if he was hurting you? Would you use them same words? And then they say, it's going to affect the children. And yes, it did. But one of my children said, you should have got away from him a long time ago. My children didn't like seeing me get hurt and abused by somebody that was their daddy. So I guess I'm trying to say, you have to do what's best for you. 
Ask God for guidance and forgiveness if it's a wrong thing to do. A lot of people get divorces, but they get divorces for the wrong reasons. Sometimes it is due to adultery because they want to marry somebody else. Or either they cheated on that person that they were with. Well, if you're getting with a person that cheat, what the world you think he's going to do to you when you be with him or her? Unless God touched them divinely and they change and then they stop the cheating. You got to have your peace of mind. You have to be happy in your marriage and in your relationship. If you're not happy, and they'll say it ain't about happiness. It's about serving God. Why are we always picking stuff that justify what we do that's wrong when we as the ones that are being hurt want to get out of it? But everybody else want to say, don't, don't, don't do that. Or if they're in a bad relationship, they want you to stand in your bad relationship so that y'all can basically share y'all pain together. Do what's best for you and your children. Explain to them why you're doing what you're doing. Don't let it be no animosity. Don't let it be no hatred. None of that. But praying to God for peace. To remove yourself from this person male or female that's giving you more hell alive for the rest of your life